mopping and whatever. And then I just heard some dude go, hey, how are you? And I turned, it was just some drunk dude had walked nearly 40 minutes into the Hungry Jacks. And he's like, I was like, what are you doing? You can't be back here. He's like, I mean, I just put some fries in the... Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming-of-age towers. we got a very special guest tonight, a very funny comedian down here for Sydney Comedy Festival. It's Gavin Semple. How are you, Gavin? Hey, Gav. Good, boys. <laughs> and we are, we're heading to regional Victoria Gippsland, this week. Gippsland, baby. The Gippsland area to talk all about Bunyip. So where does Gip, where's Gippsland, man? Is it is it like literally end of Melbourne all the way to the coast? Is that all Gippsland? Yeah, so it's anything that's like south east. South east. Yeah. Of of the so, of the C B D basically. So you just keep going past like the peninsula to like as close to like uh I'm trying to explain the towns, but you just wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you got a real basic level yeah, here, dude. Yeah. Geelong and Melbourne, and, and then we run the, around Anything Australia. on the V-line? Yeah. yeah oh, okay, okay so the V-line. Yeah. So going, going east is Going is packing them away. Yeah, but it's important to be a, a like a gippy boy. You're a gippy boy, right? Yeah. Is that That's the, the call? The identity. Yes, the identity. That's yeah. the war, war cry, right? Yeah, everyone uh, is a gippy boy followed by a wolf. When I did uh, When I did Raw In 2018 I, was, I didn't expect someone At the town hall To be from Gippsland And I got up And I was like I'm a Gippy boy And then someone just Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, Let's go I hope that was one of the judges actually. <laughs> <laughs> I would have felt so confident After that moment You know Just like someone Some other Gippy It was just an old lady coughing <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah. Rock on, Gippy. Oh, man. So how far out of Melbourne? In, and so you're from Bunyip, right? Yep. And how far out is that? Are we... Is so it's it like it's like an hour and a half on the train, hour 40. Okay. Right. So, so yeah. pretty regional. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. You okay. like living, what, Sandy Coast from here? Yeah, what would that be? An hour and a half would be Gosford, Yeah, pretty right? much Gosford boy way. Yep, yep, yep. But I did see... Um, um, well, there's a couple of things that I wanted to bring up. I don't know if... Uh, uh, like, but uh, what? By the way, you you grew up there from a very young age, or moved there, or so I lived in Campbelltown, New South Wales. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then at, when I was twelve, we moved to Bunyip. Right, and I just lived there. So Are you still there? No, I I I moved closer to the city. Okay, yeah, right, yeah. but you go yeah. yeah but okay. my family are still. So my dad lived in Bunyip till like twenty. Like 19, 20, mm-hmm. and then he bought a house even further out. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> too, Get away from the big smoke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, too busy he for bought me. a house after the fires. So oh, after okay. the fires, he, oh, he bought a house. Right. Take back my big out. smoke comment. So. <laughs> 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 uh, but I, I saw that. Um, I saw something a bit, bit weird about the, the Melbourne lockdowns because it seemed like uh, that. Bunyip was like the last town considered yeah. uh, met- metro, right? It was right on the border. Right. Because technically, it, technically they are uh, part of Pakenham's Shire. Yeah, yeah. the Cardine the Cardinia Cardinia Shire. Shire. But they shouldn't be. And they've been trying, they've been for fucking decades trying to, trying like, to we're, not, we're not <laughs> metro. It's like met- metropolitan for Victoria is anything on the metro line. But yeah. For some reason, they've put. The towns near Packy as metro, and they're like, we're on the V line, kind of. Like we don't. Yeah, like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, and because I was saying like, it's they just did it by shires, like you're saying. So that shires in, that shires in, and that was just right at the ass end of that shire. And it's like, but like the main, the the big town from Bunyip. Well, not the main town, but I guess is it Warragul and Warragul, yeah. Warragul, and is Druin. I don't know. Yeah, Druin. That's where my dad lives. Yeah, so they're like slightly bigger towns, and that's yep. where like the big shops are. And they were outside it. Yep. Yeah. So even like the the shopping center that you'd go to is outside. Yeah. So people had to leave uh, and try and not get in trouble to drive to the to the Woolies yeah. twenty minutes Fuck down the road. And in the rules for met for the lockdown, where you can't you can only travel five k's, but yep. Bunyip five k's won't get you to the next town. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Everyone was just stuck my, in this town. When I lived in Bunyip, my house. My house to the train station was two and a half k, <laughs> so Christ. you, you, you couldn't get it. anywhere. Couldn't, yeah. yeah, dude. And all the so high you're doing schools. like you, you're doing 
essentially like a smuggling run over the border. Mm, five five grand fine if you got caught going to, to Woolies oh, God, to man. get food. So what do you do? You and just you, uh, well see we would just like if we lived in like Longwari onwards because Longwari was the town onwards that wasn't in lockdown. You would just meet at the Longwari Nanagoon Road and just like ego just. Jesus. It was so funny because we used to joke about how, like, on the border of the towns, we used to joke as if it was like like the Simpsons movie with the dome. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. Like, hey, fucking, you want to come over here? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, just take a step. Take a step, five grand fine, man. Yeah. And and so this is the craziest part was, like, I was reading, because I was reading the article, like, even, like, Geelong, population 100 times bigger than Bunyip, like, massive compared to Bunyip. And actually closer to the Melbourne CBD, and it was considered regional Victoria. Yep. It's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, it's funny because there's a town near Bunyip, which is closer to Pakenham, called Tynong, and they've got like 400 people in the town. All they have in Tynong is a milk bar. They don't even have a school. Like You have to go out of Tynong to go to school. They have a milk bar, a church. That's it. And they were part of Metro. And so yeah. <laughs> these poor farmers were like, even Kuirup, Farming area. We're yeah. like we, they're like we can't go I mean, outside of cool. I can't up. get to my letterbox. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like four yeah. k's away. <laughs> That's unbelievable, man. Yeah, so that would have been a fucking uh, a weird time. I did the other thing I want that I had that I wanted to bring up about nearby was um, is it Gumbaya Park? Yeah, it's gone by a world now. Gone by a world. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, the upgrade. But that's the big. Uh, that's our attraction. Yeah, big. Att- and that's not too far away, right? That's like the that's town. In Garfield. Yeah. Okay. So is this a place where what you get on like a go kart around a track, like a, like an Edamoga pub type thing? So it originally was gone by a park and it was fucking shit outs. Like okay. they had like a toboggan. That's toboggan. It. That's what I was thinking of. And but then they they put so much money in. Into making it gun by a world and it's like a theme park now it's like yeah. it's like our attraction so there's like coasters fucking uh, water parks mm. yeah, was that was it because i was looking at it and it seemed like it had a bit of a um catchy tv ad that everyone in melbourne because it's like a melbourne it's not just a, it's a it's near your town but it's melbourne people go out yeah people it, right? travel like i've gone there and like there's because me and my mates we go and just get Pretty fucking hammered and just going to Gun by World. <laughs> I mean, we used to do it in Gun by Park. The amount of times we've gone drunk on the toboggan, but they've removed the toboggan. Oh, come on. Yeah. So now we're like, all right, fucking guess we're in the water park. We'll yeah. It's a water park and there's a nature area. Yeah. And, uh, but it used to be back before it was even Gun by Park, it was a pheasant farm. Yeah. And they've got this big, uh, massive That's pheasant mascot. Mascot. So it's a bit that, you know, it's yeah. like the big it's, something. If you drive past it, uh, it doesn't have an asshole because someone bashed it in. Someone, uh, someone so if you drive past on the freeway, yep. the pheasant has a hole in its butt. <laughs> someone they never fixed it. Someone packed explosives in it. Oh, what? Because well, they wanted they it to be in, accurate? I don't know. No, they put explosives in it. It's and pretty it, funny. And <laughs> yeah. blew like its it. ass off and now, in 2011. And they they won't fix it because it's such an iconic yeah. thing. So statue. So that's so the statue. Has, you see, it has no arse. It's like blowing the... The back of its that's ass. So <laughs> it's way bigger than I pictured when he said Noah. I was picturing a, an ass oh, no, size. It's not like a, it's <laughs> yeah. fucking gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a like whole a cage. Ass. 25 meter statue. And, uh, but apparently it's like a lot of pranks, like a lot of kids. I don't know if you, Gav, I'm not going to name you, but it, there was a lot of kids who would break in and steal toboggans, let off flares, steal motor carts, take, <laughs> take them joy rides around town. Like, is that, is, do you know no. anyone? <laughs> <laughs> But you can imagine a few young know, local uh, fellas. I, I, would, <laughs> I can picture I can, the type. Yeah, I could definitely think of a few that would definitely have broken <laughs> by a world. It would be pretty sick to make off with a toboggan. Yeah. And just like have a few beers. Well, it would be ideal videos. because the road from Gumbai into Garfield is just downhill. Yeah. Yeah, so right. if you wanted to you could just take a toboggan and just go straight down that garfield railway fuck yeah some right. of them some of the kids there's two sets one kid's got uh apprehended some of them they never found them they i don't know what they did with the motor carts but they just went on a, <laughs> one on a hoon and then uh <laughs> never got caught so fucking good on them eh? imagine that the cops just like we can't find these guys and you just see kids just going straight down <laughs> <laughs> like, i wonder where they went they're never gonna get them and they're just going straight past on like, the toboggan's like fuck <laughs> Man, so was it, so what sort of what sort of vibe was it growing up there? Then was it literally like getting drunk with mates and uh, getting into trouble? Or well, Bunyip's good boy? so fucking tiny, so like everything's just there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like uh, is it farms and shit? Yeah, so it's like 
Bunyip's like the middle part. So like North, well, Tonnenbach, Tonnenbach doesn't exist anymore because of the fires burnt it out. <laughs> like, Christ. It's, Tonnenbach used to be a suburb, it's like Bunyip North. Mm-hmm. But now, even on Google Maps, it's not there. That's how, really? That's, it just was wiped. So then like, that Bunyip North and like, is where the farms were. And then you got like, South, which is like you're going down Kuri up Coralin. So Bunyip's like that centre in between the farms. Mm. So okay. like that's where all the farmers would come in. Yeah. Were you on a farm or did you just like living nah, in town? Nah, not on a farm. <laughs> My mates run a farm. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I was lucky enough to just be in a just outside of it. Yeah. We've yeah. brought it up on this pod a bunch of times, but like you can't beat a farm party when you're in, you know, oh, when you're in high school. The, the school, uh, the, uh, the footy captain for my under 18s lived on a farm. So we'd just go to his. Fuck yeah. Shout out to Anthony Hadrick. Yeah. <laughs> shout out Hadrick. <laughs> he would have massive fucking. He's got a go kart exhibition. Those parties. He's actually. He's just got ride like, the toboggan all the way down the party. <laughs> yeah. He's got like, uh, at the back, he's just got this. This giant ass from a feather. <laughs> 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 so where that, do you get that, brother? I made it, man. Yeah, so that would be uh, the whole, and then the whole, the, footy. the whole, um, so footy team or or whole school sort of vibes. Uh, I mean, it wasn't just a footy team, obviously. A couple like, of ringers. Well, they went to like a different school, which was like uh, Mara Sign, which is like a bit further out of Bunyip, mm. but like, so like the girls from Mara Sign would come to Bunyip oh, for the, get the girls in, yeah, yeah, and it was. So like, then it's like, hey, I was, I was playing. Yeah, probably <laughs> <laughs> some dirt on your knees. You know, the guy that kicked free behinds. I missed that set shot in the second quarter. Yeah, I've been going to those parties in my rugby <laughs> <laughs> rugby strip, holding a ball, being like, recognize anything? And <laughs> <laughs> be like, no. What about if I just go grab the water bottles and I run back? <laughs> <laughs> what if I put on my mascot out <laughs> yeah. and dance around? You guys want some oranges? I got some orange slices. <laughs> <laughs> You're making out with some. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Rockman or something. You're like, yours are right there. I'm just getting some orange. You just separate them to put an orange. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you got to hydrate, Anthony. Come on. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up um, the Railway Hotel, which is formerly the bottom, like the bottom pub. So we, have, yeah, we have two pubs. Yeah, we have the top pub and the bottom pub. That well, that, it, it, that fucking rules. Because Queenbean has a top pub, but like four pubs at the bottom. None of them are named bottom pub. Um, and I just love that. But I couldn't find top pub on Google Maps. I was wondering if it like. Shut down or something I haven't been in Bunyip In like four years I hope it hasn't shut down That's where the Everyone would go to the top pub They never went to the bottom pub oh, right. Bottom pub sucks <laughs> Oh really I, had a, I do have a couple of reviews Was that was that like a line Like was some in the town Would like the bottom pub Or it just generally was known Well as the, the top pub one? is where Like the UFC and all that was ah. So, so, so it was a classier the bottom, the, bottom, the bottom pub If you went to the top pub You'd see all the young fellas Just like watching the footy Or the UFC And bottom pub's just All the old blokes Just Complain about the top pub. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a regional town anymore, man. Uh, but <laughs> 50 so bucks for a pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, I right. see. Yeah. That's, okay. that's so the top pub were trying to fucking keep up with the times. Bottom pub would just had 30 regulars, the TAB, yeah. and that was it. Yeah, okay. There was, um, they have like a weird polar bear statue out the front. They do, I, yeah. I didn't know if, is that anything to do with anything? or they're just, just got like, an asshole blown right <laughs> out of there. <laughs> Um, but I think I, it's a, I think it's a, a Bundy, just a Bundy, yeah, yeah, it's just a Bundy, oh, right. like, just for a sponsor, it's a bit of merch or something, yeah. and it's like no one drinks Bundy rum in Bundyup anyway, <laughs> yeah. so they wasted all their money on a fucking. Oh, uh, they thought that we're going to convert the town because yeah. it's Bundyup Bundy. But, nah, <laughs> not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this um, there were a lot of reviews. Um, you know, a lot of people who were snooty and complaining about the price of food. You know, yeah. Yeah, I can't believe you're charging this much for a Palmer and stuff. This one made me laugh. Two stars from Rob Harrison. Um, he goes, nice atmosphere. Ordered a senior's meal for my wife and myself. Roast lamb and veggies. Huge plate of impressive looking food. Broccoli <laughs> was cooked perfectly, as was the cauliflower corn and potatoes. Now, the roast lamb. I think the chef should sample the food before serving to unsuspecting diners. The lamb was the toughest lamb I've ever eaten. My wife gave up. It had to have been roasted, boiled, microwaved twice to be able to achieve that level of toughness. Maybe there was a clue for the chef when he had to use a chainsaw to cut the meat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I fucking love that one. Fuck. And this one, three stars from uh, Rob. The calamari was excellent and the company was second to none, although the girl behind the bar was a bit crass. I can't, you're in a country <laughs> town. <laughs> yeah. fucking, what do you expect? What's crass mean? Like, like swearing to oh, you. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
But when he says the company was top notch, is he just bragging that he's on a date? Yeah, it I reckon like he was it. just called gay for order calamari. You're just fucking regional pub. We're just fucking quick getting fish. <laughs> <laughs> How crap. Well, I've wasted the chainsaw for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Nigel, uh, four stars, goes, good food, but no proper, in brackets, English beer. You can't, you're not in England. Yeah. What, you, what, 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 what is there instead? What is he not considering? Does he literally mean He's he literally wants like also wants what a pint fucking of pub in Sydney has proper know. English What's beer? What's an English beer? I don't even know. I don't, they mean want. like the warm, like the ones in English pubs where you yeah. fucking have to that operate. Is, heavy yeah, you go to an English pub, it's yeah. fucking Stella, Guinness, yeah. and Foster. But yeah. they're not even with the, you know the heavy machinery license where it looks like you're jacking off a robot, and then like it comes out slow and warm and tastes like piss. It's pretty good. And the people who love it swear by it, and it is disgusting. No. This is all from Bottom Pub, not Top this Pub. This is Bottom Pub. Yes, they don't even have the fucking UFC. They don't have, like, Foxtel. Yeah, and he's yeah, complaining yeah. about um, fucking yeah, English import pubs. That actually, now that you say that, that perfectly checks out of why these reviews are such, like, hoity-toity. And, to- and Top Pub's shut? Or it's just not there? I just couldn't find I it. I hope it's not shut. Yeah, uh, maybe it is, but... Because it oh, could you lose be half your pub. Imagine if your town lost half their pubs. <laughs> no, That's yeah. fucking unreal. The Bottom Pub would be fucking... You know, thriving if the yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your bottom so, but we're not getting the UFC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn it, man. I got something, man. Uh, this is a it's not a community notice board episode, really, without a little politician scandal. Uh-uh. And there was a Victorian <laughs> Labour state election candidate who was forced to resign because he was on a bunch of like, in, in addition to being a politician, he was on a bunch of like regional board positions in Gippsland and he was f- like he had to step down because they found out he had a secret troll Twitter account. Oh, that's sick. Which, yes. So it says, John Anderson from Bunyip sent a series of sexist, abusive, homophobic, and harassing texts. <laughs> and this article was from like 2018 and they dated back to 2011. Christ. So he, he attacked liberals. So this is a left-wing <laughs> Labour guy. This is Kevin Durant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's gone to liberal politicians and like making remarks about like gender and sexuality and making sexual remarks about grammar boys and then so this woman victorian health minister she intervened as soon as she learned and she was alerted by a media outlet so he almost got away with it um if it wasn't for those meddling grammar boys yeah, exactly <laughs> and it said he was asked to resign and he did so and basically and dan andrews had met him a bunch of times as well and of course dan afterwards like had to distance himself from him and was like oh med is a strong word you know like we, we've uh, we've been in passing together, but he but was a member of the like, his party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, They've met yeah. plenty of times, and usually, like his Twitter has obviously been scrubbed. I tried to look at it. He was he was on the AFL Gippsland board as well. He had to step down from that. And uh, but ABC of all outlets saved some screenshots of some oh. of his tweets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple. Of and them. did he? Ha- so it was a completely anonymous account. Well, right? his. his it's funny because his name is John Anderson and his handle is Lord Ando JC, which is like <laughs> not that hard to put together. Yeah, it was like, that. you know, if I called myself like Kirky the God or something <laughs> and people yeah. would be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is my troll account. But he, he's So got- he's had this like pre-political pre, uh, career and he just never let it go more than he's like, I'm going to create a fake account to yeah well i think he people. was like already working this on like boards and like yeah, making yeah, his way yeah, in yeah, yeah. yeah and he's like commenting on politician issues so the name is blacked out on the abc thing but he's obviously talking about a female politician and he wrote blank has a nice pair of tits but that's all she's got going for her i think they'd be hanging like a used condom <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this guy's so yeah, real way with words. Words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then there's another one uh oh, so is that what he calls a nice pair of tits that's what he started with and then he's like he starts slagging them out mate, you know and then you obviously know like uh when <laughs> alex is well considered the inconsistency <laughs> yeah, on, do you know what i mean back them or not you know <laughs> and you know like um uh, you, when Q&A is on on ABC mm. or whatever and people always do the like hashtag Quanda. Q&A yeah Quanda tweets he, he has a couple of them too and one of them is Chris Pine is a good case for retrospective abortion <laughs> and then it's just is Chris Pine a vagina <laughs> that's 17 year old boy yeah <laughs> so, so he just does this and then I think like later on <laughs> They like after he resigned, his son started doing like stuff in the community too, and they found out he had a Twitter troll account oh, as mate. well. Oh, That's yeah, funny. Yeah, right he was, he was probably thinking, oh, I thought this was QAnon, the QAnon. <laughs> 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 
that's you know, nice little father son activity. Sit down next to each other, like Dad. What? Oh, would you describe a big pair of tits? Yeah, <laughs> use condom. Yeah, or yeah. should I go uh, pool ball in a, a little, sock? Little Ando Lord or whatever. Oh, and also, <laughs> also when the when the guy um, when he got done and was forced to resign. He like he obviously apologized, but he did the I apologize that I offended anybody bit and then like said that uh his ousting from these places was uh politically motivated. So he he was like claiming that like he you know, people were like, Oh, we've got to get him because he's a labor politician, not because he was calling politicians vaginas and comparing their tits to used condoms he must have when mark latham left the labor party he must have stood up like we always need one mark latham yeah that's the problem like if he was a fucking palmy united guy or something he'd be fucking deputy chair or something you know like (laughs) they'd be like oh come on you're allowed to say shit like that but it's just you got you join the wrong party that's your problem you know is it a lot of uh it's pretty small country vibes out there i assume there's not a lot of like scandals or, or is it like you know gossip and Shit like that in the town? Not really, because everyone fucking knows everyone. Except, obviously, whole <laughs> yeah. mate. Old mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty close. Like, everyone pretty much knows everyone's everyone. There was, I mean, there was, <laughs> there was this guy. I don't know if he's passed or not, but his name was Bernie. Okay. And he would live, his house would be, like, right next to the bus stop. And he would always just stand there and, like, peek over... <laughs> The bus and he sounded like he'd smoke sixty packets a day. Like his name was Bernie, and he <laughs> and he would just drive a white van and would just like drive past a bus stop all the time. And he would just come. He would always come in when I used to work Hungry Jacks. He'd come in by himself and just like fucking talk to the, the young girls working. Oh, and, and, Bernie. Just, and then he he ended up getting a dog, so he had an excuse to walk past. I'm like the girls were. Oh, is that a, that's a cute dog? And they go, he's like, yeah, that's a good dog. <laughs> like, oh god, Jesus, he's right so, out of the textbook, right? Yeah, he's a, oh. there was a lot of there was a lot of people because it was such a small town. There was a lot of dudes where you like this this can't touch his kids for sure. Right? <laughs> yeah. There was another guy who he lived on my road. He had like tattoos on his head, yeah. and he had a staffy. And we used me and my mates would be like, this guy's definitely a pedo. <laughs> and then my mum would be like, no, he's just a nice guy. Just relax. You know, you're judging him. And then. Five years later, it came out that he was a better. Well, <laughs> who was right now? Pretty mom? good radar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll never see a guy with tattoos on his head and he's a better. Yeah, That's I not certainly a... would say it out loud. Yeah. I'm terrified but of this guy. Just, oh, yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. And then, yeah, turned out he was. So. <laughs> oh, <Jesus laughs> the Christ. fucking, yeah, pedo radar just fucking. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So, no, no, apart from the odd pedo. No, nah, it was pretty, because it was such a chill town, minus. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to brush over that. Is it? <laughs> and you mentioned you worked at Hungry Jacks. Was that your first job? Yeah. So pretty much, they opened the Hungry Jacks, the next town over in Longmore, which was like a five minute drive. Huge, huge deal. And right? it was massive. Yeah. Because they opened two. They had like on the either side of the highway oh. on the bypass. Oh, right. and they like renovated. They made a whole proper bypass overpass. Just, just like a top jacks. jacks, bottom jacks situation <laughs> as well. Yeah, fucking. I worked at the top jacks. Those <laughs> fucking crassy bottom jacks. Yeah. yeah. Just cheering on. Always ordering their state. calamari burgers. <laughs> they make there. their whoppers with a chainsaw. <laughs> 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 so, was, uh, so did you, because there's a the, uh, double Maccas at Wyong, always, um, mm. always curious because it's one on either side of the highway up towards Newey. And like, yeah, so you worked at one only or you So I worked on the town side one. And my brothers worked on the highway side. Fuck. The rivalry. So there was a bit of a rivalry. Who can make the fucking best whopper? You'd be surprised, but they do compete to see who can make the fastest fucking... I thought they would swap stuff, but no, you, you're fixed on no, one. it's yeah. fixed. It's, yeah, it's not like there's a... Can you communicate with them directly, though? Like, do you have walkies you or something? Out of fucking no, but parties? I remember one time we needed... I can't remember what it was that we needed, and... The team leader and the manager were refusing to drive over <laughs> the the bypass to get like the stock, and I said "fuck it." So I just walked <laughs> across the freeway to pick up. I think it was like bread buns or some <laughs> shit, and I just walked back over to fucking overpass with buns, and I said, "There you go, boys. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, we, got some, we got some fucking whopper buns." <laughs> They're about right. to shut the door and close. Gavin kicks it in. Saves the day. A hero has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Every other staff member was about to be let home for the day. <laughs> yeah, I was like, don't worry, I'm here to save the day. Guys, pretty. They're like, out where's the younger stuff? <laughs> All right, fucking <laughs> go back over. 
Yeah, that would have been all right. Then I guess in a country, what is it, a highway <laughs> hungry jacks, you wouldn't get too many loose units or, or nonsense there, right? Or was Yeah, it we used to get crazy. Because, like, it was a it was a five-minute drive into town from a hungry jacks or, like, a 35-minute walk. So we used to get – I used to work, like, the, the overnight shifts, so, like, 11 p.m. to 7 a.m., and you would just get cunts to just walk, do that distance and just walk 35, 35 minutes. Yeah. Minutes to fucking Hungry Jacks. And I remember I was just, like, in, at the back just fucking washing up, and our boss was, like, this old Sri Lankan dude who would just sleep for eight hours. <laughs> he, well, he'd sleep for seven hours, do the till in the last hour, and then go home. And you would just clean by yourself. And I remember I was just at the back, Mopping and whatever And then I just heard some dude go Hey how are you And I turned It was just some drunk dude Had walked nearly 40 minutes Into the Hungry Jacks And he's like I was like What are you doing You can't be back here He's like I mean I just put some fries In the (laughs) (laughs) And he had put fries In the fryer And I was like How many And I see He put like half a tray of fries I was like We can't sell that I was like I guess we got to Eat these fries, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's like, can I like eat them? I was like, if you you can eat those, if you help me clean for the rest of the night. So he was helping me mop. He helped me, do, like, <laughs> he helped me, clean, helped me clean the broiler. <laughs> Had he worked there before or anything? No, or? he's he just I just told him what to do and he did it. And then he's like, he helped me clean like the broiler. And then I was like, oh, you can make a burger if you want. And That's like, like, did he do it? Yeah. He fucking, this he dude's like Matt Damon in fucking Goodwill Hunting. Did he nail? Did he nail it as well? Like the oh no, he, he I had to like like walk him through. I had to fire yeah. him. <laughs> 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 so I stuck it away. But man, like you know, but this whole time, like our boss Don was asleep, and I was like, well, fucking, I need a hand carrying this broiler. So I was like, can you? How, was like, he really drunk, or was he just? He was pretty hammered. That's oh. so good. And so but yeah. he was just happy to do it. You're like, yeah. Mom's well, just in exchange hungry. for food, like yeah. this guy was just so drunk that he was like, I need chips. I need chips. <laughs> but the fact that he had walked in, opened the freezer. Put the fries, <laughs> the bag in the fucking. I love this guy. Put it. He didn't turn it on. He just sat it in, being like, yeah. "What the cold oil or something like that." <laughs> oh well, it's always on no matter what. Oh, but right. like, because um, you get truckies and whatever that come in, and so with with overnight, you just got to cook to order. So oh, if you, someone right. comes so through, you shut, yeah, okay. and the truckies like, "Can I get like a large meal?" You got to fill up enough for a large and put it in. But this cunt was like, "I'm going to fill a whole tray." <laughs> and fucking cook it I was like oh, We have to eat it You can't sell that That's the rules so, That is So in exchange so for helping funny. me clean And and what you just like Shook his hand at the end He went home like, And he just went home Yeah dude so Gave sad. him a bag of food And he He'll wake up the next yeah, day And be say, like Did I fucking <laughs> clean that Good enough fucking You're with your mates The next day at the pub And it's like Oh fuck We got pretty loose At the top pub last night Boys What'd you do And he's like Yeah work to shift The hungry jacks <laughs> Didn't even get paid. Like Twilight Zone, he'll be like, I must have dreamt it. And then he looks and he's got his name badge there <laughs> sitting on his chest. Oh, <laughs> I'm calling him like, where the fuck are you? Yeah, like, right, you, you said it's a small town. Did you ever see this bloke again? Nah, never seen him again. Uh, Wait, this was, this, he would have he lived in Longwari. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So imagine if he was just like if in he, town. If I was to live in Longwari, I definitely would have seen Yeah, yeah. right into him at the shops. <laughs> yeah. And the balls and that. Yeah, oh, that is so funny. It's like, the best. It worked out. It's not and I couldn't tell anyone <laughs> at work because I didn't trust who would tell yeah, the yeah. boss. And yeah. so the boss has never found out. Not even Don, who was sleeping the whole shift, never found out. <laughs> He's like, fuck, he scrubbed the floors as well. I was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I scrubbed the floors. A lot of, a lot of fries missing. Though. <laughs> um, what? But do you remember the burger he made? I think he, I think he made a like an angry whopper because he wanted angry onions as well. Oh, oh that's so good. It's a man like, who knows what he wants. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. If you, yeah, just keep helping clean. And <sighs> that would be my make a wish day. It's like you just <laughs> let loose and hungry to make whatever burger. Yeah, that's the adult Macca's party. And it was crazy because like, I've seen some wild shit. Like I've seen a dude take a dump. In the middle of the dining room, and <laughs> scoop it up with one of the trays. You know the paper that goes. Yeah, in the tray. he would he used that to like scoop, it. and then he's like, "What do I do?" I said, like, "Take it outside, like, yeah, like and fucking burn like he's it." Picking up a spider, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just put it in the bin, man. And, and he just did that, and then, and his mates were laughing the whole time, and he because he took the, and he's like, "Oh, I shouldn't have done that," and then just like he's like, "What do I do?" And then he just grabbed the tray. Oh when you say God. he took a dump. So you mean he dropped his pants yeah, and like squat, squatted? He squatted. So he didn't and, shit his pants and then was like, all right. No, he squatted and took a shit. <laughs> I think his mates would have been like, you won't fucking. Yeah, you won't do it. You won't do it. And then he did and then he felt so bad. And I was like, just take it outside. 
And never bringing that tray back into the store again. <laughs> Free tray, man. Now, Hungry Jacks comes up a lot in our episodes, and there's a lot of them where it's like, oh, we went to the toilets and there was shit all over the place. Not one yet where someone's like, I used the tray <laughs> to pick up my own shit. Because I, I thought when you said it was like a highway one, I'd be like, yeah, like a truck, like lone truckies and sleepy sort of like families and stuff. I didn't think it would be like loose units getting oh, blown. You got... You would always get the angry truck driver. Like, I remember there was this one truck driver who came in and there was this girl, her name was... I'm not going to mention her name because I don't like her. <laughs> she knows I don't like her. But she was, she was like, the the one worker at Hungry Jacks that took her job too seriously. Yeah. Like, we're all there just doing a job, you know, while we're at school. Yeah. And she was like, I'm going to be a manager here. And it's like, relax. <laughs> and I remember I never got to work the shift. But I've I've still got the footage, like the video on my phone, of uh, a truck driver was yelling at her through the drive-through, and just got he she handed him like the frozen oh. coke, the blue. Don't give him one. a weapon, where you And then he just went <laughs> fucking full glee and just oh. slashed it right in the face. And it was the best. Oh my God. And that went that went straight in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> the work group chat. Like, look what happened there. Oh, like, fucking hell. She wasn't in the what, group do you chat. Remember so. why, why, do you know why he was angry? Or why do they get angry? Like, is it just... Uh, it's usually because we're, we're terrible at our jobs. <laughs> like, who would afford if you get 16-year-olds working on a freeway? They'd do yeah. a bad job. Not me. <laughs> We used, I, my first job was at Red Rooster. I've brought it up on here before, but Red Rooster 24-7 is made to order because not many people go there. And so when you get a rush, you, none of us knew what the fuck to do or how to handle no. it. And burgers, like, I remember just looking at the screen and they always, they'll have a system, you know, yellow, it's slightly getting towards overtime of what it should take and it's maybe it's seven minutes for a burger. And you look up and it's just blaring red and it says like 42 minutes for this order oh. and people you can hear them out the front fucking losing yeah. it and it's the most stressful environment i remember we used to work like the australia day ships and you would make because they do it by halves and so you'd make like a certain amount of dollars each half and you would do like 1200 halves so you have 1200 worth of food in just like 30 minutes Holy mm. and you're just getting railed and i remember we're just on you're on in the burger room just stressing out like because you're fucking you can't even see all the burgers that are on the screen. Mm. It's just non-stop. Mm-hmm. And then we had this manager, Sarah, and she was like another one that took her job too seriously. And she would just be like, guys, can you hurry up? <laughs> you just grab a frozen Coke and fucking <laughs> launch it at her. And, and we were just like, like, bitch, we're doing as fast as we <laughs> yeah. can. Like, there's fucking 17 burgers on one screen. Yeah. And you like said, she would just stand behind and be like, hurry up. Can you just hurry up? Can you fucking help? And yeah, she wouldn't, and they would just stand there and watch, and it'd just be two boys just fucking oh, trying to make as many whoppers as you possible. And they're just like, "We need these burgers. Can you hurry <laughs> up?" And so me and my mate were like, "You know what, fucking no!" And then we just walked <laughs> out of the store. Oh, like, dude, the dream. And it's like you're not going to sack us yeah. because you need us for the busier shifts, but we're, we're just going to go sit outside for a bit, and we just went home. Fuck oh, yeah! Fuck I mean, I've always wanted to do that. It was the best, and then I mean, it was worth the written morning for sure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we came back in like we actually do need money, so we came, <laughs> we, came, we came back in like two days later, and there was a written morning for both of us. And we were like, you know, fucking that was worth it because we just went home, yeah, just chilled. Oh, like, no. We got a new we guy back here, and it's that, just the drunkest guy from the next <laughs> town over doing stuff yeah, in double time. It was, it was worth that forty-minute walk because my dad was still at work. No regrets. The whole no walk. regrets. Oh. We just fucking walked back. Oh, home. you would have spent the whole forty minutes being like, "How fucking cool are we?" I mean, yeah, yeah it's it the move. It's the dream. Have you ever like done a walk out of a job, Kirky, or yeah, because they never they would never find anyone. They weird people steal. But they never fired. The only people they ever fired was when they was the pedo. Was <laughs> the <laughs> they they only fired people who did the the ice bucket challenge. So if you people would do out the back the yeah. ice bucket challenge out the back in the like the dumpster area, and then our manager TK would fire you on the spot if you did it. What <laughs> raising just, awareness? They loved it. He's like he's like we're not having you. Drenched and now you you know have to go home or get yeah, a spare uniform. Right. So people like, would steal like money and they were yeah. okay. And they're like they're like, oh, we're gonna have to sit you down with the management and question if you you know still have a job here. But if you fucking spilt water on you, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, you got fired on the spot if you did that. And with the man, because you said you were sixteen, were the managers like like eighteen or were they? No, like, they were in their like mid to late twenties. Right. Okay. So Except a few who were like. Like Don the Sri Lankan, he was in his 
60s or whatever. Right, okay, yeah. So they weren't, like, also kids. That's what I always see, you know. No, but they would promote the kids. That's why I quit. I quit the day that an 18-year-old became a manager and she told me what to do. (laughs) And I was at at uni and she's like, hey, can you, like, I can't remember what it was, but she, like, and I was like, yeah, I will in a second. And she said, no, I need you to do this. And I was like, can you're still in school. (laughs) And I was like, I don't fucking need to listen to an 18-year-old. And then I just quit. That's what I always, I never worked at Maccas, but especially the one... I always go to on the drive up to Newey and it's like, they all wear different coloured shirts of like manager and yeah. whatever. And it's like, yeah, 13 year old kid being yelled at by a 14 year old girl being yelled <laughs> yeah. at by like a 16 year old, like grand supreme manager. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, floor of the flies, you know, I'm mm. just like, this mm. is like weird that yeah. she's, they've got all these power dynamics and they're all just little children, you know? Yeah. They f- fucking, they make you a team leader when you're like 15, 16. And they like, because I, I became a team leader just so I didn't have to do anything. And I would just like tell people to do, you know, I was like, fucking, can you clean that? Fucking, I've had drunk people do better jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I would just like boss people and just sit in the office on my phone or just sit in the washer bear on my phone. And just fuck around. Take a sleep next to Don. That's it. And then, but they would be like, do you want to be, do you want to go to management? And I was like, I would rather fucking shoot myself and be a manager at a hungry tax. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty fucking grim. You always got, I think, like, because at Macca's, there were, like, people that were manager bait, you know, who were like, yeah, I'm oh, going to yeah, pay manager. Sure. And they'd always talk about it like like it was glamorous, but, like, they knew that people would, like, roll their eyes. They're like, yeah, it's like, you can be 18 and you can be manager. And, like, I know what you're thinking, but, like, it makes a lot of... And they would spend so long justifying it. Even though, like, they'd be like, yeah, at 18, I'd be making, like, four times, like, what you'd be making a big W and stuff. Like, some mm. of the people would be like, yeah, and then you go to corporate and you make that money. But the moment, like, you say, like, go corporate at McDonald's, people are like, okay, mate. <laughs> Is that literally, like... As in, like, head office in Sydney, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not working at a restaurant anymore. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but like, even the managers, they said, like, made good money. Like, store managers. They did make like, decent money, yeah. but it's just the fact that you're... Like, I remember... I mean, I'd be the Sri Lankan bloke sleeping for seven <laughs> hours. Yeah. I don't, I don't, you pay me all right there. That'd be and fun. we had a district manager. His name was Pat, and he would drive in in, like, a fucking sports car and whatever. But uh, Man, that guy... I can already picture him fucking gelled, slick back hair, pointy shoes. No, he's just like a shoes. shaved head Filipino. Like <laughs> <laughs> great, great imagery, too. <laughs> Nailed it. He's like, he was up to that show. He actually played for the same league team that I did outside of high school, and he was off the bench. So I'm like, fucking, who this? Oh, <laughs> right. kind, of kind of make the starting spot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would, I would, because I would play under 16s, and then I'd play, and I'd watch like the Reds, because you run water and whatever, and he'd be on the bench and then I'd be like fucking look at this loser and then I'd go to work and then he'd try and bark orders I'm like you can't even get a start this one <laughs> 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 what makes you think you can tell me what to do Paddy oh, no. boy oh, yeah. that's so funny I, I did want to bring up speaking of sport um, <clears throat> a couple of local legends I don't know if you know this Gav Tommy uh, Papley no no a bit, bit more well local is it Labertush 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 um, we're really nearby and raised in Warrigal. Lionel Rose. Do you guys know Lionel Rose? He's like the one of the boxing legends. I got a crazy Australia. story about Lionel Rose. Oh, my granddad tells told me the story. He tells it all the time. He got in a fight because my granddad went to school with Lionel Rose wow, in fuck. in Druin mm-hmm. and uh, oh, sorry in Warrigal. They went to school and uh, he told us. We don't know if it's true because we could ever ask Lionel, but the story is they were playing marbles in primary school and my granddad like beat Lionel and mm-hmm. Lionel didn't want to hand over the marble that yeah. he played for and so they end up fighting and my granddad claims that he won. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, because we can fucking ask Lionel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently, yeah, they, they got in a fight in primary school and then were mates throughout school. Fuck. So my granddad went to school with the great Lionel Rose. Damn. Wow. So he claims he knocked him on his ass. Knocked, like, knocked yeah, him right. out over a marble. Yeah, yeah right. Sure he did, well, Sandy. Is, is he related thing? to George Rose? Uh, no, I don't think so. It didn't come up, but I don't think so. But um, I'll just go through his history because uh, this is like in the 60s. So he started, so he's a bit of a, his dad was a bit of a local boxer and he was, uh, you know, he, he liked boxing a little bit, but he only started really training for boxing properly at a gym at age 15. We'll see, that's because he was getting beaten yeah, up in primary school. Like Gav's kind of... You're then, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, he won an Australian amateur flyweight title at 15. So he's been training for a year and he's Australian amateur flyweight. He turns professional at 16 
and uh, he wins the Australian Bantamweight title at 18. And uh, at the age of 19, he's, uh, he's in Japan fighting famous Japanese boxer whose name is Fighting Harada. So this guy's like, you know, ring name is Fighting. Mm-hmm. Fighting Harada, and he wins the WBA, WC Bantamweight title. He's the first Australian ever to win a modern, like, world boxing title. Fuck yeah. Is Lionel Rose. Um, he wins. He's a he's an Australian of the year in 1968. First Indigenous person to ever win Australian of the year in 1968. Oh yeah. Um, and then he defended his title a bunch of times. He defended Inglewood Forum in LA, like the big boxing thing in, in LA. He beat uh, this Mexican guy, and all the Mexican fans fucking rioted, and threw bottles at the referee, broke the like, put the referee in hospital, all Fuck sorts yeah. of shit. Um, Pretty, pretty um, famous. He, he had a couple more fights, but then he sort of... He also became a singer, and he had two Australian, like, top five hits. Yeah, Beautiful voice. Old Lionel. Better than Gav's granddad. For <laughs> 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 just one more thing. Um, two TV movies were made about him. There was a Battler... The Battlers, a TV movie, 1968, starring Vincent Gill in Blackface, which is... Yikes. Yikes. Rose Against the Odds in 1991, starring uh, Paul Williams, not... Uh, friend of the pod paul williams a different <laughs> paul williams uh but he wasn't in black i don't know if it was in blackface but the first one was um so you know uh, a couple of famous movies about him and uh he lionel he was named as the godfather to his best mate's daughter ruby langenham who went on to be known as ruby rose oh. after lionel so ruby rose's godfather is lionel rose and yeah that's her middle name after lionel and uh, what's that Damn. Oh, I thought you said yeah, dead as a question mark. And I was like, well, yes, he's passed on, Drew. <laughs> and little fact is Ruby Rose is going to get her head knocked out by my granddaughter. I'm going to get my marbles. <laughs> but yeah, a bit of a famous guy. And he and he, um, he lived in, and died in Warrigal. Like he was born um, in Labertush or whatever and died yeah. and yeah, raised like in Warrigal. They've got like a massive bronze statue yeah. at the station. Um, but I wanted to bring up another, another local hero. Um, uh, less glamorous, but you know, a, a good um, f- uh, AFL player, Shane Mumford. Yeah, played for Bunyip Footy. Played for There's played the Mumford stand after. Oh, okay. So um, let me just log into this. Um, but uh, he, so he was like, a, yeah, Bunyip Footy Club. He was like a 21 year old. Now he's 6'6, so he's sort of my height, but he's like 20 kilos. He's just like the biggest fucking unit. Yeah. Did you ever meet him or see him or? No. Different errors, right? Like any family members ever knock him out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anyone knocked out this bloke, you should be like fighting in the UFC because he is a big. Well, he boxes. Yeah, he does yeah. do like oh, celebrity, okay. like what, whatever you call it, like influencer boxing. He, boxed, he boxed uh, for a card um, on the same card that comedian Doug Chappell boxed. Yeah, so, like, Doug Chappell was when he did a bit of boxing a couple of years ago pre-COVID uh, under the same promotion. Doug Chappell. Uh, Shane Mumford boxed under the same promotion. I think he won two fights. I saw one of them. It's a bit like sloppy, like, you know, I think it's celebrity boxing. You know how, like, you know, but some league players, and I guess I felt, yeah, well, yeah, he's fighting other people who are very new to boxing. I don't think it'd be no limit, but it'd be something similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, but Shane Mumford, yeah, he was played for Bunyip. Um, pretty late, like he got drafted, he was 21, so he's a late starter to to it all. But he's 6'6", 110, big ruckman. Went, um, played for Geelong, then played for Swans, and then played for GWS. But um, he got the nickname Sausage um, after reports at a, you know, similar to what you're saying, Gav, you know, a party after a, a footy game or whatever at a big uh, park in Bunyip. He um, he would eat north of 20 snags in a single barbecue, <laughs> twenty including bread. And he Fuck. said every time he'd go to grab a beer, he'd just grab a sausage and bread. And he got – and apparently 24 was his, uh, was his record. <laughs> it's so funny because the shame of stands near the barbecue. <laughs> 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 they fucking know, dude. Yeah. But uh, this is where – this is his – unfortunately, this is what he's uh, known as and he got in trouble. A bit of a uh, – you know, the typical footy players um, having a bit of fun – in the off season, he was actually injured, and someone gets their phone out and Man, records I it. I hate this. We behavior. had it, hate it, uh, had it recently with Munster and stuff. But uh, this is fucking great. I know, Jay. I'll have to. Um, On a scale of like just drugs to Mitchell Pierce, how bad was it? <laughs> this, this is one of the biggest lines of cocaine you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's a hold on. Everyone will be able to hear, but this is his mates chanting. And they're all chanting sausage for him. And have a look at this line he, he Sausage, 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 sausage
Oh my god, oh my fucking god. Sons of the year. Watch his, watch his face at the end here. Just have a look at his face. He's cool. cut to him. Wait a second, here it comes. He's getting good, here he goes. Dude, that was like three bags worth. That was the biggest. It is literally, I don't know how to explain how big, but like a picnic bar, like or something. It is enormous. I didn't. So I saw that and I thought they were calling that line the sausage. <laughs> and then like I found out later that's a, that was his nickname. It was about the size of a chipolata. Yeah, yeah. But that's he's insane. Um, and his like, eyes were just nothing but black. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's fucking That would kill scary, him normally. Dude. But he was, so that was filmed in 2015 and only came out like four years later or three years yeah, later. So he, that would be so, he'd be so bummed. He's like, I guess I got away with that one, you know? So I guess on a scale of drugs to Mitchell Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you want to be on the drug side. No, yeah. The next four years, I'd be playing down my nickname. People would be like, sausage, and be like, ah, that's not what I called. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Just yeah. in case it ever comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking ixnay on the sausage, so, you know. But uh, yeah, local legend still, I assume he's, uh, that's like a scandal where it's like, you get in trouble. Everybody's uh, corporate sponsor. Yeah, missed a couple of games, but no one. St- you're still getting shouted beers at the pub. Oh, Do you know what I mean? No one's. No yeah, one's yeah. like, oh Shane, you've ruined your legacy. We're taking a statue down. Also, this know. guy's gonna get free cocaine for the rest of yeah, his life. Like, people are That's gonna be like, I'll make yeah. a bigger one. Can you? Do yeah, that? can you top <laughs> the sausage? But he the was such a strapping boy. But he also, they said like. Because he came out and they're like, well, that's the, like, you've clearly done this before. Like, no, that's no one's first line. You know where they'll say, like, <laughs> just one mistake, one night out. So he couldn't even plead it. Well, they're all chanting his name. So they know as well that, like, Sausage does the big lines. Yeah. So, and he, because they won't, he won't. You're not going, Shane, Shane. Shane. You know what I mean? First time, what? You know? <laughs> Come on, mate. Break the duck. Pop your cherry. Someone's uh, just behind him. Just, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he came out and he was like, "They were like, what was it? Cocaine?" He's like, oh, "I'm not going to get into specific because you know he can't incriminate himself." Yeah, yeah. But then they're like, "That's obviously not your first time." And he's like, "Loose and I was a bit of a loose kid. I got up to." Did he say people. this wasn't my first bunnit rodeo? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mention. Man, if anyone lives in bunnit, that's a good reference. Oh, what's it's the bunnit rodeo? It's our iconic rodeo every year in March. Oh, love that! Shout out to the worst fucking rodeo in the world. <laughs> <laughs> So is it because uh, we wanted to bring up um, B and S balls with you? I don't know if you've is that I've similar? Been there. Is it yeah. similar or is it different? The radio, the bunny, uh, no bunny radio. I mean, but you are drunk, but you're not fucking B&S going there to drink. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's but like. So it's you've just, been to one? Yeah, I used to go all the time because like uh, they they had like a laser tag there, outdoor laser tag on the <laughs> oh. bun, on the bunny oval. That's sick. And That's sick. So, yeah, you would just have like they'd have like the bunny oval, and then on the soccer field was the rodeo. Yeah, would just have the fucking right. That's just, so funny that like just locals being like, yeah, I can fucking do that. Yeah, <laughs> then I love that all the boys are like, fuck, and we're going to the BNS, but we're gonna get pissed. We're gonna pick up chicks, and Gab's like, I got laser tag. Yeah, <laughs> I'm coming. Hey man, I'm behind a hay bale shooting these little children <laughs> with fucking lasers. So, so hold on, there's a laser tag at the rodeo or the BNS at, at the rodeo. Oh, BNS, right, right, no right. BNS, it's they're pretty fucking. BNS sick. is full. Where's the BNS? Yeah. Which is the nearest one? Um, you would go to, oh, fuck, I'm trying to remember because they they've spelt it backwards. Yeah, we, this is the one I mentioned the other day because like, I saw it. Oh, uh, it's the Nita Root. Nita Root. Root. Nita Root B and F. Yeah, and that's like Tunaran or something like Turidan. that. Yeah. Turidan. Yeah. So Turidan, you would go to Nita Root, and I remember so, <laughs> so me and so some so mates clever. we went and <laughs> so uh, we rocked up, and as we drove in, there was a guy. There was two dudes standing on a on a car. One had a like a Helmet on his head. I think it was even just a bucket just on his head. And all I do is just hit him in the head with a shovel. <laughs> and then he's just like, "You good?" He's like, "Yeah, keep going." And he just kept hitting him in the head with a shovel. And we're like, "This is gonna be fucking sick, boys." <laughs> I haven't even parked yet, and you're like, "This." But it did get pretty dangerous. Someone did get, uh, did get stabbed because he Ooh. was going. He just kept like lifting up girls' skirts and whatever, and so he just got absolutely fucking mauled by a few blocks. Mob justice. Yeah, fair enough. Then I guess. But <laughs> but yeah. shout outs to Turidan. Tur- yeah, Tur- it goes yeah. off. Yeah. Fucking pain everywhere. Off. Is it the whole BNS nonsense? You know, do they throw pain on you? There's some. Yeah. 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 yeah it's pretty, pretty hectic. Pretty, 
country band. I did see, yeah, there was some... There's his a famous photo of Kappa that he sent us where he's, like, standing next to, that's like, a burning car and he's just, like, wearing a nice jacket with a beer in his hand. Yeah, <laughs> that's the last time we talked about Venus was Kappa's ones. But they sound sick. I don't know if they're still going. They're on the decline based on they, articles. I've yeah, heard. they didn't really keep going after COVID. There's a comedian who goes to all of them. Um, I'll see if he knows if they're yeah. still going. I, I think Turidan... I think it might still be going. Surely they can pull out every if it's every two years or something. You, like it's just literally young people going there, getting drunk and yeah. listening to music. It's not like surely the yeah, demand that's exactly is still there. What it is. Yeah, yeah. but who, no one. The problem, know. I think, I read an article about it. It's like liquor licensing issues and uh, like people yeah. having to pay public oh, liability oh, for huge shit. like things where people like drink ten beers and then you know stab a cunt because he's being gross. Like that kind of problem. <laughs> like, like it's just, it's yeah, just they like a stopped, lot. They stopped shoveling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's that guy? It's just like the local hell? communities. God, just, menace. It, it brings in a ton of money, but it's also like the premiums for like insurance and public liability oh, yeah. are it, so high. If if uh, if the police ever did like do proper checks, so many people would be fucking. Yeah, right. They'd be like fucking stab me, dude. I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Is it it's underage as well, or you sort of? No, it's not not underage. Um, they do check, like. Yeah, no I mean, one's fucking sneaking in. Yeah, exactly. But the good thing about anything like uh, like that out in the country is if you you go to walk in and they're like, hey, fucking, you know, you can't come in, you're 16, 17, you would just walk the perimeter of the farm and just enter from <laughs> a gate, you just jump a fence and just walk like fucking few k's yeah, yeah, and, right. and then you just dare. <laughs> so <laughs> <you just laughs> yeah. fucking grab a that. shovel. Take that, cops! Nice. Fucking, I just, I just walked through fucking cow shit. <laughs> <laughs> Does the town lean at all into the whole bunyip thing? Because it's named after like the mythical creature, yeah. the bunyip. Does the town lean into it at all? Is it on branding on the mayor's fucking? I mean, not really. Uh, usually, like any big event that we have, no like, statue like, or anything, like the rodeo. No, I don't think there is. No. Because like uh, it's not, but it's not the home. Like the bunyip was a was thing everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like the local. You yeah. know what I mean? Society, not like Lockbeer. It's still not the name you fucking. Yeah, no, yeah. Sure. I mean, it would be stuff that are named after it, but not really. Because like uh, we more more like aligned to our footy club than anything. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like the bunyip bulldogs. <laughs> we're the bulldogs. Yeah, the so if you'd be the bunyip fucking monsters if they were gonna, do you know, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. If they were gonna lean in, they'd go the whole way. True. Um, true. What yeah, we talking not, about? Nothing real terrifying <laughs> to an opposition team than a mythical creature. <laughs> 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 you, you guys scared of the bunyips? <laughs> It's like no, we're gonna we're gonna rip off Western Bulldogs and we're gonna do it with pride. Yeah, the same colours yeah. and everything. Same colours, same theme song. Yeah. So our theme song is uh, "Sons of the Yip," which is exactly "Sons of the West," but we just take every West and replace it with Yip. <laughs> Smart. That's That's the best. I can't touch you. That you is good. Can't That's touch good. You. I always That's thought it was weird because like there was a camp. There's a Canberra Rugby League team I used to play against. The, the Illawarra Valley, not Illawarra, the Valley Dragons and the Tuggeranong Valley, and it's just the exact same kit and that. But I don't think that there's any connection no, to the No, it's club. just to save money because the, the kit it's people so much will easier. sell you the fucking kit. Yeah, the same yeah. kit. We were the jersey was pretty much the Western Bulldogs, but with a Bunyip Bulldogs yeah. logo. Yeah, right, the right. Western Bulldogs. We were the Val- Valentine, Elibana uh, Devils, but it was the Dragons, incl- and the devil that we had looked like a dragon <laughs> and it was breathing fire and he had a tail and it was like yeah, we were like it's fuck, clearly a fucking dragon with the V the big red and white red V yeah, all, yeah, this, yeah. all the rules. same we man. were the Kenthurst Bush Boys <laughs> I don't remember what the crest was yeah. a, little, a little boy it was a guy with a shovel on his head <laughs> <laughs> that's great I found one more thing this is like becoming famous in Bunyip in the early 1900s there was a family called the Giants of Bunyip Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it was these two people, the Snells. They married in England, then they moved to Australia in the 1860s. They had five children, and three of their children, fucking massive, right? <laughs> so the largest was called Claire, and they report that she's... <laughs> That's not what you want. <laughs> the largest, Claire. <laughs> so Claire, right, she's 183 centimetres and 250 kilos. This is Some, a time when big ass condom titties right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a time when average person's about, you know, one sixty centimeters. And then a, a sister Anna, 
who was 177 kilos, and uh, brother and their little brother, 158 kilos. And so they're just going about their business being huge kids. And in 1886, this guy, the owner of the Melbourne Waxworks Museum, sees the family. He's like, holy fuck, look at that. Get a load of these kids. <laughs> and he goes up to the I've dad. I've got a lot of wax I've got to get rid of, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, he goes to the dad and he's like, fuck, these cunts are giants. Let, let's make some money. And the dad's like, yeah, right. And so apparently, like, the dad's like, you know, he gets the contract. And he's like, all right, well, we got to keep these kids giant so he starts like feeding he's a baker so he's giving them more bread and shit <laughs> God. and they became famous they did a traveling sideshow around australia uh and in some of the photos anna this woman who's taller than al and weighs 250 oh, kilos she's <laughs> okay well you said a fucking height she's, like okay, sorry. she's around al's height sure. 250 kilos she's nine years old Oh, so fuck. Okay. that changes uh, things. Uh, yeah. Okay, that, that can't be. So real. these guys, they're huge, and the girls, they sing and play the piano, and the the girls are described as being light on their feet, and they travel by a train, but they had to sit in the guard's van as they were too large to get in the doors so of the so regular sick. train. Oh my Unbelievable. god! A buggy was too small to accommodate them, so they had to use a horse and cart to take them to events. Uh, in 1888, they went on a world tour and called themselves the Australian Giant Family. They went to the UK, Europe, and then America, where they performed alongside Buffalo Bill and Chief Sitting Bull, who were, like, quite famous people. And then... Uh, but performing is just them walking out and standing there and everyone going, holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> You know, so what are they doing? <laughs> just doing a big line of cocaine. I saw it. Claire, 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 Claire. So on the older sister's passport, it has occupation, and the occupation is giantess. Oh, yeah. wow. And okay. so the girls, they like being on the show, but apparently... They're like, we're not going to be called a fucking giant. Yeah. yeah. The, younger, the, younger, walking. the youngest brother, the smallest of the three, he left at, when they were 21. He was tired of the limelight. And he became a local shopkeeper in Bunyip and lost a bunch of weight, became normal size by all accounts. Uh, but the two girls, they decided to go on as a double act. They did a second world tour and they earned enough money to purchase the Robin Hood Hotel near Druid. Ah, the Robin Hood. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So they, they owned that place and then they married and Anna, the second one, she married a guy called Mr. Small. <laughs> 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 Jesus yeah. Christ. Is and it then, what? She can't be called a giant? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, this, is a great, this is a great sentence towards the end. Both Claire and Anna remained large until they died. <laughs> and this is from a website called oddhistory.com.au. And they're, yeah, yeah. and they're buried Errol. in the Bunyip Cemetery. What a Must have a huge fucking Massive hole plot, there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, damn, what a life. Eh? All right, let's hit the last two questions. Yep. Gav, so someone says to you, mate, I'm coming down to Bunyip for a day. I need an itinerary. I need something to do morning, afternoon, and night. What do you tell them to do? Where do they go? I think morning. You go to the Blacksmith Cafe. Mm -hmm. They've got the best vanilla slice in Gippsland. Yeah. Beautiful. Yep. Arguably the best. I think it is the best. You mm -hmm. get it. Get a coffee, have a vanilla slice at the Blacksmith Cafe. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. For lunch, ooh, there's nothing really you can do. Probably just... Is there any scenery? You go Bunyip, Bunyip State Park. Beautiful. You go Bunyip State Park up north. You know, only a few minute drive from mm -hmm. town centre. Have a, have a bit of a gaze. Mm -hmm. Hang around there, and then for dinner you go to the top pub, the dude, top pub, yeah, the bottom yeah, pub. Yeah, yeah. So you watch the footy. And you and watch if it's the closed, footy. you kick the door and you make your own fucking dinner, right? <laughs> yeah. You're just going your own fucking chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. Put that steak out there, man. Top pub, the top pub's top definitely pub. dinner. All right, top shout out to the toffee. Actually, just trying to remember because I remember I did Actually, the top pub sucks. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was the bottom pub that screwed me. I was meant to do a show, and uh, the bottom pub were like they said no. Uh -huh. They're like, we're not, you can't, like, we're not really going to do a show here. And then I ended up doing my solo show at the Bunyip Footy Club club rooms mm. and had sold like 65 seats, Sick. packed nice. it out. And then the bottom pub were like, if you want to do an encore in like a month or two, oh, at the like, nah, fuck off, dude. Oh, that's it, why you're the fucking bottom pub, Because <laughs> a few people who came to the show had a few pre's up at the pub. And oh, they were talking about it. And like, we're going to go down to watch the show. Yeah. And like it was me and Brady Blake nice. did, oh, did a Brady. show, and uh, and they were like, "If you want to do it again, sometimes." <laughs> 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 like, nah, dude. Fuck shit. 
That's and true. the final question, Gav, you've achieved everything you've ever wanted from comedy. You've made your millions. When all is said and done, would you settle down in Bunyip? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I would... I would or anywhere out that way, right? I would, like, I would live in... Uh, or it's tough because Druids and Warriors expanding. So <laughs> they're getting better. And uh, I mean, Bunyip is that home. But the thing is... All the houses are on the railway tracks. Yeah. So you just when we lived there, you were just here to train every fucking hour. It's like a, acres of space to put the fucking houses, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and they're right. It's legit on either side. This is of the bad Sim Citying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I reckon I would, I would, I would live probably like in fucking like Coralin or whatever. Just they've got like good yeah. farming. So you nearby, remain a nearby. gippy boy. Yeah, I'd, I'd go to, I'd live out in Coralin, and obviously because they've got the best footy club, <laughs> like the most successful footy club, uh, you could invest in that. Totally. Yeah, okay. Be a millionaire owner of the yeah, local just, footy just team. Yeah, just buy the Coralin footy club, team that never loses a fucking grand final <laughs> <laughs> somehow. So I wonder why Bunyip's losing, because we, our sponsors the Bunyip Rodeo, can't these guns <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Gab, thanks uh, so much, man. Do you have anything you want to plug, any shows coming up or anything? Um, probably your shows will be probably done by the time this comes yeah, out. Yeah, my Sydney shows else? done. I am doing a show in Gippy. Uh, if by any chance any Gippy locals listen to this, yeah, uh, any of my mates who end up listening when I plug it, uh, yeah, in June. Haven't got the date announced, but it's at the West Gippsland Art Centre. It's at the bottom show. pub. <laughs> 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 the encore is at the bottom. Pub. <laughs> the art centre. How, yeah, so packing it out. It's just solo show. So, yeah, I'm doing my show in the the small theatre. Yeah, 190-seater. Nice. Yeah, because yeah. I was meant to do it two years ago, but then COVID, and then I did it at the, uh, the Railway Hotel, 120-seater, but I want to mm. go back to the Art Centre. Cool. So yeah, we're finalising the dates. It should be late June. Where do we find you on social media so we can... Just Instagram's just Gavin Semple. Facebook's Gavin Semple. Yeah. Fuck and if yeah. you see Gav on a lineup, check him out because, yeah, very funny stand-up. Funny dude. And Thanks uh, so much for coming on. Always, no, this was fun. <laughs> you can give us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Music. We put the video out on YouTube and hit us up on social media. We get a lot of messages. We love hearing from people. And we've got T-shirts for sale that you can find in the link through the Instagram bio. And that is about it. Gav, thanks so much for coming on, hey, mate. Thanks, mate. We will see you next week. Bye, see everybody. Bye. Bye.